You're listening to a Countout Podcast. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey manfredi and joining me as always is the other host of this show zach cosmos batista zach how you doing my man uh i'm chilling i'm just my usual getting right off my workout recording late ass at night with mikey you know the usual. it's not that late it's it's seven o'clock well when it's winter everything becomes nighttime after five that's true after five everything does feel really late even though it's not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we had we had some pretty good matches this week, I think, to talk about. Do we want to get right into them? How was your day? Do we want to do the whole spiel? What <laughs> What are you feeling? Uh, losing. Uh, my day is good. I'm more so waiting for the weekend to come because my weekend became very busy all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, outside of the fact that me and Mike are going to Hammerstein, uh, I have going a secret Santa gift exchange to- on Saturday. Very fun, yeah. We're going. We're going to uh, uh, the world on GCW. That card uh, at, is at shaping up Ballroom. to be. That card shape would be pretty fucking great. Yes, it is. And don't you worry. Next week's episode will be uh, us talking about our experience at the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be talking about the matches and what we liked. I we'll see if we do the whole show. Usually, I like. Uh, when we go to big shows like that, I don't like reviewing every single match because that would take forever. Yeah, especially since this card seems pretty stacked. Yeah, but we'll talk about our general feelings on the show, how we felt, some highlights here and there, and uh, just the experience of being there live. You mm-hmm. know, it's going to be absolutely bananas, and I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, speaking of wrestling, that's that's next week's episode. Why don't we talk about this week's episode, which is, uh, we got some good matches to talk about this week, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe, uh, so we have two match. we have a match each from us that we both, we both picked one this week, mm-hmm. because the third one was recommended to us by a fan, Jonathan Gonzalez, over on, he, he gave us a, shot us a message over on Facebook, requesting us to review Cosmo Orion versus Marty Snow from Pro Wrestling Legacy for the Pro Wrestling Legacy Championship yes, from sir. the event The Big Bang. Yeah. Uh, uh, so thank you for the suggestion, Jonathan. We are very excited to, to talk about this one, but this will be uh, our main event, as as it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't get uh, suggestions often, but I personally open i would open our doors to them i love getting suggestions to find new shit we normally wouldn't see Mm -hmm. if you have any suggestions for us you can shoot us a message over on facebook like jonathan did uh to count out a wrestling podcast network you can shoot us a dm on twitter at count out pod 
or anywhere you can get in contact with us. We love match suggestions. We'll shout you out on the show if you send us one. Uh, and we really would appreciate it if you can uh, do that because we are always looking for more indie wrestling to watch. But, mm-hmm. Zach, let's talk about the matches we both brought. I brought to the table this week Pastor William Ever versus Paul Robinson from Progress Wrestling. And I brought Erica Lee versus Riley Shepard at Battle Club Pro. Very cool. All right. So why don't we get right into it? I believe we're starting off with Erica Lay versus Riley Shepard from Battle Club Pro. Yes. This match, coincidentally enough, is per the Pro Wrestling Magic Heavyweight Championship. Yes, it is. Unbeknownst to me when I picked this. Yeah, it's for the Pro Wrestling Magic Heavyweight Championship. The current champion is Erica Lee. Uh, and she is defending it against Riley Shepard. We've had we've had a couple pro wrestling magic sh- uh, matches on here, and they're all good. Well, maybe not current champion, but the champion at the time of us watching this match. True, true, true. So uh, this match starts off with a pretty classic start. You know, collar and elbow tie up, two break apart, go back each other again, test of strength. Uh, at first, it's Riley getting the upper hand. Uh, so Lee ha- Lay has to use her legs to get some separation from that situation, get out. Mm-hmm. Go back at it again. This time, Lay locks in a waist lock, which takes Riley to the ground. And on the ground, she puts her in a headlock, rolls her around on the mat until she can convert it into an unsuccessful pin when Riley nearly powers out of said hold. Yep. They re-engage. Lay takes down – or Lee – is it Lee or Lay? Because the announcer I think said it's, Lee. I think it's – I think it's – I think it's – I'm not sure. I'm going to go with what the announcers were saying, and I'm going to go with Lee. Yeah. So Lee takes Riley down with a double leg takedown and then locks her in a side headlock. Riley gets out of this by shoving her into the corner and forces her to let go thanks to the ref. Mm-hmm. But once she lets go, Riley's shoulder rams her in the gut, throws her to the opposite corner, and when she tries to follow this up, though, Lee fall, uh, uses the corner to jump up and then a hurricane run O'Reilly into the corner. Yep. She great great to, counter. Very nice. She tries to Irish whip Riley, and then while Riley does counter it, Lee then cuts her off by hopping over in the corner and snap marrying her into the ring and then wiping her out with an absolutely brutal pump kick to the face, which I thought actually looked fantastic. Yes. But I've come to realize after watching this also is that I am a a biased pump kick follower. <laughs> Every pump Listen, kick, I'm like, a good, that's good. A good, a good pump kick is always just, just like, it always gives you that feeling of like, ooh, mm-hmm. right? Like it makes you react. Yeah, maybe that's why I like Dakota Kai so much. Yeah, Dakota Kai, captain of Team Kick. Mm-hmm. So after this awesome-looking pump kick, Lee sets up in the corner and charges at Riley to spear her, but Riley moves out of the way, so she ends up ramming into the post instead, mm-hmm. which lets Riley finally take some control in this match. Yeah. But they're back in the ring. Riley immediately beats Lee down in the corner before grabbing her arm and throwing her into another corner. But during this, she like throws her into the corner, but she doesn't let go of her, so she kind of flings herself into the corner with Lee, so when Lee turns around, she just forms her in the face instantly. Which was great. Mm-hmm. She uh, then drops Lee with a geek exploder suplex. <laughs> great name. Uh, both exploder suplexes I know of that are signature moves are puns, which I love, mm-hmm. for using the ropes and her knee to then choke out Lee. She then gets Lee up in a fireman's carry, but Lee wiggles out of it, and then <laughs> we get back-to-back-to-back roll-ups but Riley can't get the one with any of them. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because I, th- I believe uh, Lee was going for the roll-ups, and Riley kept kicking out. Yes, yes, that was it. While Lee then does connect with a massive roundhouse kick to the side of the head, Riley catches her mid-running the ropes and plants her with a backbreaker using her I knee. was 
I was so confident that that head kick was going to be the turning point of this match, and mm-hmm. then Riley Shepard was like, no, no, no. No. Denied. After being laid out by this knee, Riley starts to apply pressure on Lee's back by pushing her jaw and knees into her, like, knee. Like, she has her kept in the backpack position. She's just pushing her into it. Mm-hmm. Before then, she just deadlift picks her up from that position and hits her with the level-up fallaway slam. <laughs> the level-up fallaway slam. Another good, another wonderful name. Wonderful. Lee kicks out, though. So she beats her down some more before picking her up and slamming Lee face first into the corner. She then tries to running striker, but Lee dodges out of the way. Mm-hmm. And still in the corner, Riley tries to drop kick Lee, but ends up crashing to the mat because again, Lee moved out of the way. And yeah, while they get to Lee, the... Lee is ready. She, she pulled the old Samoa Joe technique of just move to the left a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> so minus the minimal effort that gets the job done. They get to the feet at the same time, but. Lee gets the first amount of offense in by just catching strikes from Riley over and over and just forearming her each time. Mm-hmm. Then she nails her in the side of the head with an enziguri, which causes Riley to retreat to the corner. She then swiftly hits her with a running back elbow, followed by a bulldog. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Looked awesome. She then hits Riley with a German suplex, despite Riley's best efforts to prevent this. <laughs> which then causes Riley's to sit up onto her knees, and Lee wastes no time by then just nailing her with a shining wizard, but it doesn't get her the win. No, Riley kicks out, which was uh, pretty crazy, because I think the shining wizard is one of Lee's uh, either finishers or signature moves. It's very, it's one of her higher priority moves. Yes, which obviously made Lee visibly frustrated by this, so she picks up Riley to do her seatbelt suplex finisher, as the announcer called the scrunchy crunch, I believe is what it's called. A scrunchy crunch. Riley seemingly knows this, and she fights her way Becca, out of the hole. Becca, when did you get here? <laughs> and in control, Riley goes to power bomber, but because whether it's because her back or her legs gave out, or Lee just had Lee just had too much momentum when she got hoisted up in the air, she ends up falling on top of Riley. Mm-hmm. The two of them then get to their feet, fight for control a little bit until Riley wiggles out of Lee's grasp and cuts her in half with a spear to pick up the win. Yes, wriggling out of that fireman's carry and then uh, nailing the spear uh, was Lee for the win. Uh, this match was pretty good. Uh, Lee, of course, retaining her title uh, as the pro wrestling magic heavyweight champion. It was solid. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was bad. It was a solid matchup between these two. Uh, they really definitely both put in work. It was pretty fast-paced. Uh, there was a few awkward parts here and there, I feel like. Mm, I feel like... Um, for me, it was more so the one at the end that sticks out the most, just because it felt like once she fell under, it was like, eh, what do we do? Yeah, uh, it, it like it, it felt a little bit awkward here and there, but all in all, solid matchup, uh, good wrestling from these two, and I enjoyed it. I think I'm gonna give it a meh. I think I'm also going to agree with you on the meh there. All right, all right. Well, wait, uh, let's blah 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 blah. I can't talk right now. Let's move on to our next match then, since we were so quick to make a decision on that one. We were both of one mind for that one. Yes, we we, we were both we both had a synergy brain there. Maybe that's because uh, we know what's coming and they don't. That's <laughs> true. We do know what's coming. Uh, next up, we have a match from Progress Wrestling for the Progress Wrestling Championship. Uh, we have a a theme tonight, and our theme tonight is title matches that we didn't know were title matches in the first place. <laughs> we didn't had no idea, and it is it happened again. We ended up getting a theme. Just like a couple weeks ago, the theme was like weird finishes. Yeah, yeah. weird finishes. <laughs> uh, this one 
We got Paul Robinson taking on Pastor William Ever from Progress Wrestling. Like I said, for the Progress Wrestling Championship, current or at at the time of this match, held by Pastor William Ever. This was his first defense of the title, if I recall correctly, too. Mm-hmm. First official title defense uh, of Pastor William Ever's, and first Progress Wrestling title defense in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So we got fun a quick fact. start for this match. Oh, you got a fun fact? Hit me with a fun fact. Well, the fun fact was the fun fact was that it was uh, it was the first the first uh, title defense in Ireland. Oh, I thought you were gonna hit me with another one, neat. like a one two. Oh, uh, the other fun fact is that Pastor William Ever looks like Jesus. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he does though. This crowd basically <laughs> treated him like Jesus. He was the hometown hero of this fucking match. It's just, yeah, it's kind of his whole gimmick. And <laughs> Robinson was fucking vilified. Yeah, Robinson was vilified because he was being such a good heel this match. Yes, he was. He was, like, really, he was really going after the crowd. He would, like, do the thing where he would, like, blow his nose on them. He mm-hmm. was constantly yelling at them. He would just, like, really mess with the crowd. Like, straight up, star of this match is Robinson attacking Ever mid-entrance when he's doing, like, his, like, holding the title mm-hmm. above his head, praising to his god. And then he throws right. to the outside, beats him down, uses the fists, the stone wall barricade that's around the ring, gets him yeah. back in the ring. Just, just really, really gives it to him. Just, he's not fucking around this match. He's <laughs> like, I'm here to get that shit. Get that title, baby. Get that title, baby. Back in the ring, Robinson slams Eber into the corner where he then running forearms him. And then he just full power just throws Eber into the other corner. And Eber is just sitting in this corner, so Robinson runs at him. But he gets under him and throws him onto the apron. Mm-hmm. He then tries to keep him at bay on the apron, but Robinson dodges a shoulder charge from him and kicks Ever in the chest and then uses the bent-over body to flip into the ring and run the ropes. Except as he runs back at Ever, Ever knocks him down with two shoulder tackles, slams him face-first into two different corners now, and then throws him out of the ring as payback. Yes. Very big... Uh, come back from Eber here for the brief time he was on the defense. And the match gets back to the outside. Yep. Socks him in the face of the forearm. Eber th- holds him in place and, like, walks him around the ring as the crowd just takes turns <laughs> chopping him in the chest. This was a great part of this match. Just him just, like, letting the fans get some chops in. Mm-hmm. And I like it was, like, a varying degree of, like, one fan was like, eh, fine. One fan, I was like, ooh, that was a good chop. I was like, oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah, there was, like, all degrees of, like, alright. Then there was one, there was one person who was like, yeah, this would be funny. <laughs> and does it. Then there was that one person who, like, who, like... Th- Paul Robinson, like, came up, like, Ever came up to it with Paul Robinson, and that person in the crowd was just like, finally, I've been waiting my moment. Man, like, cups his hand together and just, <laughs> just... I've been waiting for my moment. Oh. <laughs> it was great. Really, It really, like, got into, like, how over the pastor was here. Yeah. So after this, they get him back into, he gets Robinson back into the ring, gets him in the corner, and he begins the Holy Trinity. And to any of you that are unbe- unknown to this, this is three back-to-back European uppercuts from the pastor. Yes. And he hits the first one, throws Robinson in another corner, hits him with the second one, throws him in back into the corner where the first one was, goes for the third, but then Robinson, like, does, like, a modified Luthez press, and then he jumps he jumps him and gets him to the ground like he normally would, except then he starts biting his head, I think, and beating him down. Yeah. It was like if you saw Luthez press in a street fight, someone just jumped on a dude's head and just started yeah, beating that's, him Yeah, that, that seems to be Paul Robinson's style as a whole, is just, like, 
not even wrestling, just moves you would see in like a bar fight. Pretty much, like, yeah. That's that. That's like his whole gimmick, right? Is that he's he's just a brawler. And I very much like that when you when it's like compared to like the showmanship of the pastor who's like mm-hmm. blessed in the world, like has the crowd chanting that he's Jesus. Meanwhile, Paul Robinson's like, I just want to beat you up. I'm gonna beat you up. You all are <laughs> fuck. You guys can all suck my dick. I just want to fight. You. I just want to beat people up and win championships and get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so after uh, biting the pastor's head once, he shoves the pastor's head onto the ropes and bites his ear this time twice. Very bold move to do right in front of the referee. Yeah. Firmly in control now, Robinson taunts Ever, but in response, Ever hits a huge chop across the chest. Mm-hmm. So Robinson, of course, Echoes. just chops him in return and beats the shit out of him. Yep. After this, Robinson is just grinding down Ever and cutting him off whenever he can. He starts to get some offense in. Mm-hmm. And it, it ranges from him standing on Ever's hair and pulling him up off the mat, to him fish-hooking his whole face. Yeah, just really, really uh, humiliating him, and yeah. also just wearing him down. At the like, same like time. I said, also really dirty, like just shit you'd see in like a fight. Someone just like clawing at someone's face. Exactly. And eventually, the with the pastor down, Robinson ascends to the top rope, and he gets into a verbal argument with several fans. <laughs> Forgot what they were saying, but whatever they said, it got his attention enough that eventually, Ever got enough time to get up. Get to the top rope, and then he superplexed Robinson off the ro- top rope. Which yeah, was which uh, Robinson Robinson was up on that top rope for a good while. He just kept uh, finding but, people to yell at. It felt like it felt like Ever was supposed to be there way earlier, and then Robinson was like, "Shit, got to stall, I guess." Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Thankfully, it built into his whole fuck the crowd persona that he had going there. So I was like, yeah, I definitely would yeah. believe this guy would get into arguments with like six <laughs> different people at the same time. Yeah, he got the, he was yelling at the crowd for a solid like two minutes while he was up there. So after this superplex, they get to their each get to their feet and brutally exchange forearms with each other over and over again. Mm-hmm. Until Pastor gets several consecutive forearms in and Robinson kicks out his leg. Though the kick honestly looked like a low blow to me, but the ref... <laughs> Called it as a kick to the thigh. <laughs> Flawless. Cameron did not help. Flawless call. Looked like straight up booted the pastor and his nads and steads. Like, nope, <laughs> kicked him in the leg. I was like, kicked him on the in- inner thigh? <laughs> like, it's legal. <laughs> it's fine. Like, sure, sure. Sure, 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 sure. Whatever you say there, announcer. Mm-hmm. So Robinson then tries to suplex the pastor, but the pastor gets behind him and forms him in the lower back, then uppercuts him in the face, and then wipes him out by throwing him up into the air and uppercutting him once more for good measure, even though he kicks out of this. Just for good measure. So then he delivers him his last threat. It's like, I shit you now. Like, he has him on the fuck in the corner, and he goes like, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, goes to the other corner and goes for the Holy Trinity once more. Yep. And just like before... First two, flawless execution. Hits them. Third one, Robinson gets out of the way. Third one, not only does he get out of the way, he gets out of the way, gets up to the top rope, and nails Ever with a flying elbow. Mm-hmm. But that only gets him a two count, though. Yes, it does. Ever does kick out. And he gets pissed. Like, he gets into a full-on argument with the ref. Then some female fan in the crowd, who I think the pastor knew, I think, because he was thanking her after the match, Starts saying something, and he just, like, gets full-on, like, you belong in the kitchen, like, the whole, like, nine yards of being yeah, a Yeah, they kept, they, they kept showing shots of her, too, so she had to be relevant some way. Yeah, and he just got pissed. 
And then he turns around in the ring, sees the pastor getting up, goes to curb stomp him, but then he almost rolls him up. Mm-hmm. And as Robinson gets his bearings from almost getting rolled up, pastor full sprints, hits him once, twice, hits the third Holy Trinity European uppercut, which he transitions into a sidewalk backbreaker. Can we talk about oh, how slam. how can we talk about how fucking awesome and on point it is that to nail the Holy Trinity uppercuts it took him three times. Oh, I didn't even think of it. <laughs> oh, it's such a cool little detail. Missed the first, like didn't get it the first time, didn't get it the second time, but the third time. Mm-hmm. It was very nice when he finally. I was like, oh my god, he finally fucking hit it. I was like, thank god. Took him three tries to hit the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And after that a huge sequence, Robinson kicks out, though. So Ever goes mm-hmm. for his crucifix powerbomb finisher, which is either called the Crucifixion Bomb or Jesus Wept. Or the Last Supper. Any of the three work, honestly. Isn't the isn't the powerbomb called the Last Supper, I thought? It is, but on his wiki page, it's called the other two. So I'm not sure. Interesting. Honestly, though, all three Maybe of them, he stopped I calling. Like... Maybe he stopped calling it that. Maybe. Honestly, all three of them I fuck with. For a yeah. pastor character, that's an awesome name for a finisher. Like, oh, he hit it with Just Jesus make a bunch of wept. It's like, fuck me, dude. <laughs> Do to him. I... <laughs> I hit him with the I hit him with Jesus wept. Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds <sighs> like you killed someone. Mm-hmm. So after he goes through this, Robinson slips out and just blatantly low blows. He blow blows the pastor. Yeah, Robinson was making a lot of interesting calls in this match, and it's uh, stunning he didn't get DQ'd. By sheer luck or the grace of God himself, the ref somehow got distracted by something that flew into the ring. So he went like, oh, let me handle that. And he just fucking hits the pastor in the balls. (laughs) So the pastor's down now, and Robinson curb stomps him, which I assume was his finisher. It looked cool. It did. And he goes for a pin using the ropes, but... His luck apparently ran out because right after this, the ref suddenly gained eyeballs and was like, "Ah, you're using the yeah. ropes," and he stops the pin. <laughs> Not because it. I like how the 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 announcers were like, "Oh, finally, the referee being so vigilant." It's like I don't know, man. He didn't have to be that vigilant for that one. He was looking directly. He was like looking directly at them, mm. and fucking Paul Robinson was just like really obviously with both of his feet mm. on the ropes. Did not even try to hide it a little bit. No, if you think about it, it's like ref- hey, hey, hey. Even though he missed the first, the two low blows right in front of his eyes are just out of his vision. He missed them somehow. Yeah. So after this, Robin sets, Robinson sets it for the curve stomp again, and he goes for it. But kind of like, if you've ever seen Seth Rollins versus Randy Orton's WrestleMania moment, where Seth goes for the curb stomp and Randy, like, lifts him up using his back into the air. Top three RKOs. Yep. He does that with him as he goes to it. And he catches him, backbreakers him, and then hits uh, Robinson with the crucifixion bomb, Last Supper, Jesus wept. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever you feel whatever like you call it. it. He picks up the win. Crowd pops for it. Very good. I-, I thought this was a great match, honestly. I agree. This match was uh pretty awesome. Uh, I think they absolutely killed it, these two. Uh, put on a solid show. Paul Robinson really, really, really healed it up in a good way. Uh, Ever really put on a good, a solid showing. Uh, hit, find, uh, hitting the, Taking three tries at the Holy Trinity Elbows was great. Uh, and he was just really playing to the crowd in a good way. And uh, you could see why the whole crowd loves him. Mm-hmm. 
What are you giving this match? Like, actually, I'll go first. You gave your match first last time. I'm going to a high mat, though. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. I think I'm also going to give it a high mat because it was solid. It didn't pass that markout threshold for me, but all in all, solid ma- solid matchup. Why can't I stop hiccuping? Uh, solid matchup. recording and life hates you. Exactly. I, I haven't hiccuped all day, and now, of course, as soon as I get behind a microphone, it's like time for hiccups. Hello, I'm here. Hi. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I high think, meh for I, me as well. High meh for me. Yeah, it was it was just all, solid all around. Mm, good match. Didn't give me the markout feeling, but still a good showing from both these guys. Yes. Now, oh, time boy. for time for our fans recommended match. Thank you again, Jonathan Gonzalez, for recommending us Cosmo Orion versus Marty Snow from Pro Wrestling Legacy. For oh, the pro boy. wrestling, the fuck up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> for the pro wrestling legacy world championship, this match, nobody is the current champion because this is the first ever pro wrestling legacy championship match, and this is to crown the first ever pro wrestling legacy champion. Mm-hmm. This is between Cosmo Ryan and Marty Snow, two men that have had a very long history of pro wrestling legacy. We actually got a whiff of this feud. In the first ever match that we reviewed for Pro Wrestling Legacy, which was Cosmo Ryan versus Johnny Law, go check yes. that episode out. We got a little bit of a we got a little bit of a preview. Snow was on commentary because it was after Orion won their first matchup between the two of them, and he mm-hmm. really fucking hated the commentator Rich Fox. That was his name. Yeah, because Rich was uh, Rich, uh, which comes Rich, uh, who is close personal friends with Cosmo Orion, I believe. Yes, which comes in, which comes into play in this match. But since we are time for wrestling legacy, these two have had two other matches with each other, with one being a draw and one with Snow coming out on top. Mm-hmm. So this match is their rubber match. Yeah. And oh boy, did this fucking feel like a main event when these two came in? Yeah. Uh, that I, I I wanted that um the video package before the match started helped a ton. Mm-hmm. Really gave you the motivation where you've got Snow, who's kind of just going to be a dictator. He's like, I'm going to win it any means possible. Fuck everything else. I'm going to be the winner of this belt, and I'm going to rule this place. Whereas Orion's mm-hmm. like, a champion should represent fighting, like, just, like, a lot of endurance, a lot of, like, fighting for what you should earn. Like, you know, like, just good values for a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, very, very blatantly setting the, the heel the heel face line. Mm-hmm. I like how uh, in this entrance... This when the inches go off, sorry to cut you off there. No, go ahead. Snow comes, like, Orion comes in, he gets a fucking hero's entrance. Everyone he has, fucking he loves comes Orion out the, here. He has, the, he has the big space helmet and the NASA suit. Yep. I swear to God, when he came out and all of that, I was 100% certain the helmet was going to come off and it was going to be Marty Snow. Oh, I was, was 100% certain. Oh, and then it so wasn't. Bad. And I was like, oh, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. Then Snow comes out, booze everywhere. He's got a nasty look on his face. He walks over to Fox, who, like we just said, was Orion's friend. He gives him a black belt. And he says, this is to replace the championship when I win that. And then he gives yeah. him a towel and he says, you can throw that in like the last time that this happened. And I was just like, wow, that's <laughs> what a yeah, fucking so- statement. <laughs> So for this whole match, let, uh, for this whole match, Rich Snow, who was on commentary, who again is a friend of Cosmo O'Brien, uh, has has a towel uh, that he can throw in whenever he wants. If he thinks his friend ain't gonna be able to cut Just it, keep 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 that in mind for mm-hmm. later. So right out the this gate, this is a mystery basket tool that'll come in handy later. It's like Chekhov's gun almost. <laughs> yeah. So right out the gate, Orion starts his mash off. 
as fast as a shooting shot as a shooting star. Wow, that the absolutely <laughs> by nailing Snow with a running big boot, which not also him good. The also corner. good one. Great. And as he's recovering, Orion runs the ropes and just smashes into his face with a huge running kick in the corner. Yeah, this match starts off fast. <laughs> he beats the shit out of Snow. Snow then turns the tables by chopping and kicking him in the chest in the corner. He drags Orion in, um, into the ring, goes for a double underhook suplex. Orion slips out, pulls out both his legs, and then turns that into a roll-up. Mm-hmm. The two of them exchange a few near falls until Marty kicks out, and Orion then just chops him in the chest over and over again, and then he smacks him across the face. But eventually yep. Snow catches his hand. Yeah, and yeah. fucking slaughters him with a ripcord lariat, which caused Orion to roll out the ring. Mm-hmm. Now this match is on the outside. These two, the def- lawless wasteland. Yeah, and uh, it's here where Snow thrives. He pummels Orion, slams him to the apron, lays him like he lays him like on the, the apron to like knee him in the gut. Mm-hmm. He throws him into the ring steps, and at one point he's like he leans him back on the apron, right? Yeah. Uh, he then like grinds his like. He just, like, runs his form over Orion's face as he just, like, taunts Fox, who's right next to him, being like, this is your friend here, huh? Like, Interesting. What a dickhead. Like, what yeah. an absolute shithead, and I loved it. Really playing it up. Really, really getting making sure nobody was on his side. However, there were still people cheering for Snow. There were. <laughs> this crowd was more divided than I expected. Yeah, these two were really, Also, like, these... this crowd was hot. Hot. Yeah, they were. <laughs> this crowd was like on fire. Yeah. This match, this to any of you know, we'll say it after when this ends. This is a long match. So, like there are points where like you'd expect the crowd to die for a match because it's a this, long fucking match. They just don't. They just didn't. <laughs> and just, I was like, it's never hit that's energy. a loyal fan base right there. You got some good. And this was the main crowd. event of like a whole show. Yep, it was the main event of a two, like a two hour long show, and these fans were just. Highest and uh, absolutely ate it up. They were hot the entire time. It like I know it doesn't really should it doesn't really factor into our rating or anything like that. But man, that made the match feel so much more special. Mm-hmm. So eventually, though, as I said, even though Snow was dominating on the outside, this turns on him when he leans Orion onto the ring post and goes to kick him. But Orion finally moves out of the way of the of one of his attacks, and Snow ends up just straight up kicking the ring post. Mm. And he grips his knee, and the two of them like kind of like hobble their way back into the ring. When they get back in, Cosmo is in full control as he knocks Marty to his knees with a combination of kicks before just fully knocking him down with a running knee to the face. Yup. And Marty then crawls his way back to, to his feet in the corner. And Orion sees this, goes back on the attack with a signature offense, which is like running for him in the corner to the face, running knee to the face trip your opponent up so they're laying and then drop kicking them in the face or double kneeing them yep all of which great great little combo it's like one of my favorite sets of orion's signature moves if you could give one i i love that combo because doesn't uh who has that in AEW who does something like that the the three shots like the, the the quick combo of like run into the corner hit them go to the other corner come back hit them there's a couple like i feel like Thunder Rosa might be one of them. I feel like Ruby Soho might be another one. Yeah, I think it, it's just it's just such a nice little combo of moves. Mm-hmm. The Marty does kick out of this though, because as we said, this is a very long running rivalry. So Marty's pretty prepared to take Orion's stuff. 
So mm -hmm. Ryan then mercilessly targets the arms of Marty with a focus on his left shoulder specifically. He does just about everything. Like if you've watched our other match against Mystico, is it Mystican? Mysticin. Mysticin. If you watch our match with Mysticin, you'll know that Cosmo is a not a bad technical wrestler, and boy does he no. uh, utilize it here. He beats down on Marty's left arm, hammer locks it before STOing him into the mat. He uses his legs to like twist it out of its socket. He running kicks it as he tries to use the ropes to get to his foot. Like he is just merciless on this arm. And then towards mm -hmm. the end, he turns a tilt towards DDT into a hammerlock wrist lock on the injured left arm, which Snow, which was great, nearly taps out of until he breaks up the hole by throwing Orion into the corner. Finally, with some room to breathe, Snow then counters a running strike from Orion by catching him and hitting an absolute picture perfect flatline in the dead center of the ring. Which he then seamlessly transitions into a Koji clutch or his finisher, one of his finishers known as the Bastard's Agony, which is another fucking awesome name for a finisher. Yeah. Very but valiantly, cool. Orion struggles to the bottom rope and he almost doesn't make it. Because right before he grabs the bottom rope, he, like, slams his mat, his hand into the mat like he's going to tap, and then he grabs the bottom rope. Yeah, that was, like, I, that was a nice little touch because it, it made you, like, question it for, like, a second. Honestly, right? it actually baited me to think he was going to tap. And I just now wish that more people did something like that where, like, you you kind of, like, almost do it. Yeah. Oh, like, so you, like, like I love because it, it also made it because after he, like, did it, it was, like, it had that fake. It had that like fake out of a tap out, like we were talking about. But it also was like, "Damn it, I'm gonna get to these ropes, right?" Like, yeah, exactly. It was very. It also felt like very defiant. Mm -hmm. So, like the heel that he is, Marty then arrogantly kicks the back of Orion's head before then draping his arms over the top rope and then drop kicking his back. Mm -hmm. He then sits up Orion to out oh, to punt. Or as Cosmo sits up, Marty then punt kicks him in the back. Gets right up in his face to talk some shit. So Cosmo <laughs> defiantly slaps him right across the face, which, while ballsy, was not the smartest move in this situation. Because no. <laughs> Snow just rains down, strikes onto his back until he is just laying on the mat again. Oh, yeah. And then out of nowhere, Snow just casually slams Orion to the mat with a blue thunder bomb. Yeah, he just, like, you know, just picks him up and is like, all right, time for this now. I was just like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> It's just not nails a gorgeous him. blue thunderbomb. No one ever loses the blue thunderbomb, but God, if they ever did, it'd be look so cool. Yeah. So initially yeah, afterwards... I, I just want... I wish that was just a finisher, man. It's just so I cool I know. Looking. It's such a cool-looking finisher, and it always looks so great when it's done well, and it never fucking wins the match. No. Ever. No. Anyway, well, Mike and I are slightly sad about this. Afterwards, Snow seems like he's... Firmly in control, ah, when he slams Orion face first into the top turnbuckle and then Irish whips him to the opposite corner. Mm -hmm. Cosmo gets his second wind and wipes out Snow with a huge clothesline. Yup. He goes for another one, but this time Snow ducks it, so using his momentum, Cosmo runs up the corner, jumps off it, and twists in midair so that he can then dive in crossbody Snow. But then Snow knocks him out of the sky with a forearm to the face, which Orion just sells like death. That was... A ridiculous. It was like, it was it was like Snow was just beating down an Orion. Then Snow goes to like get a couple of clotheslines, and like Orion ducks under him, and it's like, all right, my time to shine. Goes for this cross body, and you're like, all right, the comeback is happening, and then just wham, while he's just midair, mm -hmm. just Snow is like, and stay down. Except he doesn't. Cause he kicks out it too. 
Because he's Cosmo Orion, of course not. I love how after this, it was just really good facial expressions and, like, character work by Snow here. Because, like, he sold so well how shocked he was that Orion kicked out after after all of that. He sold he sold that really well. He uh he really played up well like how frustrated he was, like mm-hmm. right. Like he's like got a shock. He he went from like the stages of grief, like shocked, upset, sits in the corner, <laughs> starts stabbing his foot thinking, like he's just like holding his hand to his mouth, just like What do I gotta do to put this guy away? Mm-hmm. He slowly gets Orion gets to his knees, and through sheer determination, he just takes kicks from Snow like a champ. <laughs> he's just eating these hits and he's just getting up. And just when he when Snow's about to kick Orion again, Snow, like the absolute bastard that he is, just sucker punches him in the face and knocks him back to the mat where he thinks he belongs. Mm-hmm. With Orion dazed now. Oh, hold on, let me make sure. I, wait. Uh, yeah. With Orion dazed now, Snow drapes him chest first on the top of the corner, like he. Like, he's, like, laying, like, chest first, like, onto the corner. Kind of like, if you've seen Shinsuke Nakamura's knee spot, he does this to him, basically. Yeah. He runs across the ring, running knees him in the gut twice. Orion collapses to the mat after this, reasonably. Fair. And then after this, Snow tries to go for a power slam, but Orion wiggles out of it and fights back enough that Snow instead, he just lays him back first on the top of the corner and then chops Orion's chest. And as Orion sits up and reacts to this, Snow just chops him in the back and just knocks him off the apron onto the apron. Yeah, which I like a lot. Again, it's another like small Snow detail. just laying in the offense and just not giving Orion a second. He did say in his promo that he was gonna fucking destroy him, and Orion is kind of just like that cockroach that just refuses to fucking die. Like as much as you slam your foot on it, you're like, why aren't you dead? The fuck? Yeah. Except he's getting more frustrated. He's about ready to burn the house down now, as opposed to just stomping on it. Mm-hmm. Cosmo on the apron now. Snow locks his arms up on the top rope, grabs him by like the chin, and just starts to like just beat over his chest like Seamus's beat of the ball drum. Um, ball yep. drum? I don't know. <laughs> it's Seamus's. You've seen if Seamus. It's his club fist strikes over and over on his chest until Ryan catches his arm and attacks Snow's right arm, which he had been working over when he was like in control of this match a while ago. I know it seems like it's been a minute. Yeah. And as a result, he does a reverse version of this move where he locks Snow's arms over the top rope where he's now facing in towards the ring. Mm-hmm. And he gives him a taste of his own medicine with some closed fist shots across the chest. Which was great. After 10, he lets go of Snow, gets back in the ring, and immediately Snow spin kicks him in the gut and sets up for a suplex while taunting like the late was like, not- Eddie Guerrero. It was like he, wasn't, he wasn't setting up for any old suplex. He was going for the three amigos. Mm-hmm. But Orion slips out of this hold. And as a result, the two then exchange waist locks until Snow goes for the ripcord lariat again. And Orion ducks it in order to stun him with his own ripcord forearm to the face before dropping with a backdrop suplex. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Yeah. These two are going blow for blow with each other, and neither one wants to give up. And reasonably, like, these two are lying on their backs in the ring after this. They're fucking exhausted. Mm-hmm. And eventually, Orion's first get to his feet, and he wastes no time in trying to end this because he goes for his Voyager 1 cutter finisher. Yeah. Except Snow has his scouted because, like we've said many times, this is a personal feud. This is a blood feud. So he counters it with an inverted lifted DDT, which has to be his signature move or a finisher because the crowd, commentators, and Marty lost their shit when Orion kicked out of this move. Yeah. I think it... I think... I feel like... 
the way I, I thought it was one of Orion's finishers, maybe? Might have been, because I looked, I tried to find their signature. I tried to look up uh, Marty's moves online. I just could not find them. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a little disappointed in myself for not going to a match now that I think about it and looking for it. But either way, it kind of, eh. Mm-hmm. Either way, it doesn't matter too much. All you need to know is it was a big fucking deal because the comment, because like the heat. It was all finishing move of some sort. Yeah, because Fox lost his shit. The heel commentator, whose name eludes me at the moment. Hold on, wait. I think I know what his name is off the top of my head. I sure don't remember. I'm going to look it up to make sure, but uh, I think I know what his name is. I was so close. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I was going to say John, like, J- like something Anderson. It's Jay Anderson. Ah, uh, almost. Almost. Yeah. Is it Vox or Fox? I don't think about it. It's Fo- I'm pretty sure it's Fox. I think it's Fox. Anywho. So yeah, everyone loses their shit. Even the heel commentator who's in Marty's corner, kind of. Sort uh, of. So yeah. Marty then picks up Orion and then like just rocks him with two forearms of the face before Iris whipping him. And then as he goes to leapfrog over Orion, Orion just fucking catches him midair and just sit out power bombs him, which is fucking sick. Again, no big deal. No big deal. Just these two just pull out all the fucking stops. Though, of course, Marty kicks out because Marty, mm-hmm. whereas <laughs> Orion might be a cockroach, Marty is like a canker sore and he just won't go away either. Yeah. So groggily, the two get to their feet and Orion makes the first move by baseball sliding between Snow's feet and he pulls out both his legs out from underneath him. And at, then he running knees him in the back of the head, waits for him to start to get up. And as, <laughs> as he gets up on his hands and knees, Orion uses... Marty's body to jump into the air and then double stop him in the back of the head, which was which was absolutely brutal. Oh, shit! Looked nasty, but it still wasn't enough to put him away. No, it was not. So the two go back to their feet again, and at the same time, at the opposite corners of the ring, and like a comet, Orion flies at Marty with a running back elbow. But Ar- Marty, good gets... one, like a comet. Good. Thank you. Solid. I tried for a couple of these because this match is long, but I was gonna get my fucking solar puns in. God damn it. <laughs> Get my face buns in, damn it. So Marty wisely gets out of the way and then cuts Orion out with a spear, but that isn't enough to finish him off. So once again, the two get to their feet. They go at each other back and forth this time, mm-hmm. and they change meaty forearms, impactful chops, precise kicks, and then finally they get in each other's faces, run the ropes, and then simultaneously cross body each other, and like a fucking car crash, these two just wipe each other out. Yeah, absolutely bonkers. These two are just, like, unbelievable how hard they're hitting each other. And then they're like, fine, I'll do a crossbody at the same time. Mm-hmm. Fucking wild. And they just wipe each other out. So two then get back to their feet, and Orion just casually nails Snow with his signature move. Uh, It's a spinning roundhouse kick known as the Cosmic Kick. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, I figured Snow was just so fucking tired, and his legs probably from kicking the post was probably just giving out at this point that he just took it to the he just took it to the chest. Yep. But Orion can't get the win with it either because Snow, even though he took this move, is too stubborn to lose at this point. Yeah. So he drags Snow to his feet, and then is quickly taken down by a question mark kick from Snow, and it actually gets Fox's concern because he gets off the commentator's desk and considers to throw the towel in as he. As Snow drags Orion to the corner of, or drags uh, drags himself towards Orion to cover him. Yup. And I remember I was like, don't you fucking dare throw in that towel, because I need to see this match have an ending. And thankfully, the crowd was also on my side on this one. 
Yep. And while while he's considering throwing in the towel, um, just like while he's considering throwing in the towel, uh, Snow goes for the pin, mm-hmm. and then Orion gets a rope break. Yep. And then as soon as, and once he gets this rope break, Rich looks at this towel, and he just throws it on the ground, and he's like, no, he's got this! And he goes back to the announcing announcing desk. It was, this whole, everybody in this match between commentary, fan, both of the competitors, made this match spectacular. Oh yeah, this move, like, this is a fucking, like, all is fucking go, baby. All is go. Swan being like, or not Swan, not <laughs> Rich Swan. Whoops, he's a wrestler. <laughs> yes, he uh, Rich like throwing the towel down and being like, "No, he's got this. He's gonna kick your ass." Even while Orion is down, was like, "All right, let's fucking do this." I cannot mm. wait to see what happens. And it got me so amped. Oh boy, was Snow ready to heal it up after this? Like an asshole, he just grabs Orion's. He just stomps on Orion's head. He does the Daniel Bryan. He's like, he, you sure you want to throw the towel in? You're doing this he, to your friend now. He can't hang, man. He does the Danielson thing where he grabs both of their arms and just starts stomping on their head. Yeah, but eventually he decides playtime's over. I'm done with this fucking kid. I'm killing him now. So he lifts yeah. Orion onto his shoulders, and he hits him surprisingly with his finisher, which is a forward fireman's carry slam called Storm's End. Storm's End, everyone... The, the you can hear the hush fall over the crowd when this move hits because like oh shit they, it, oh shit this one's over is what everyone was thinking and then but, uh, but then O'Brien kicks out at one like a fucking <laughs> at one mad man and the whole crowd goes crazy snow the crowd goes crazy the commentator commentators go nuts everyone goes bonkers everyone was just like how the fuck <laughs> did he just what so after this, when you think right when you think that Orion's gone, like he's this match is done. He these two just he stands up just slowly. He gets to his feet, just takes strikes from, from Marty, and he's just it's just firing him up more and more. And then he ducks a strike from him, picks him up, and fucking hits him with his own storm's end. And he goes for the pin and snow kicks out at two. Unreal that this match is still happening. These two are down to the wire at this point. And like two battered warriors, these two get to their feet and just exchange strikes with each other. And honestly, at this point, it looks like any well-praised strike could just knock either one of them out. Cold. They just, yeah, they they trade they trade strikes so much that they end up just like, they both nail each other with a head kick and then fall into each other. And are mm-hmm. the only thing keeping them up is each other. I also liked here how a lot of these strikes, if you were going from like an I think it's objective standpoint. Be like, oh, these strikes are really slow and don't really have much impact. But it built into the story of this match that this is just a fucking war, and we're at the vi- we're at the end game of this war at this point. Neither guy mm-hmm. has the strength to do what they could do at the beginning of the match. Yeah, it's just a taste of willpower now at this point. Like they each fall on their knees, form each other in the face. We get to the part where <laughs> they they just are leaning on each other at one point, like Mikey said. After they kick each other, and then Marty forms Cosmo in the face. And tells him, you can't win this. And like a fucking boss, Cosmo slaps Marty right across the face. Mm-hmm. So Marty kicks no him back in the chest. Down. Orion forms him back. They both simultaneously hit each other in the face of the form. Slap each other across the chest. 
damn near knock each other out with the parallel roundhouse kicks to the head. This is where we get to the moment. This is I fucked up the bit here, Mikey. My bad. No, you're good. This is where we get to the part where, like Mikey said, they leaned on each other. This happened twice. I just now realized this now. Yeah. But it's still, the point gets across. These two are fucked. And then Snow goes for the ripcord lariat again. But this time Orion catches him. And with Snow caught, Orion takes a moment to compose himself. Snow is fucking exhausted. He's not going to be able to stop him. And then he hits Snow with the Voyager one cutter and picks up the fucking win. One, two, three. Pro Wrestling Legacy World Champ. Cosmo Orion, (laughs) Pro Wrestling Legacy Heavyweight Champion. My God. After after what? A half hour long match? Bro, this started, and I saw it at the 130. I saw Tars. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, there's no way this is a half hour. I'm like, they, there's half no shot. Half hour long match. And it was. This match can only be described as four words for me, Mikey. An all-out war. Absolute all-out war. Like, uh, it ugh. was unbelievable. These two... These two gave each other every last ounce of anything they had. If you like, want to make a championship uh, fucking matter, that's a fucking way you make a championship that's, matter. That's the match to fucking do it. A half hour long absolute banger where two people just absolutely kick the ever-loving shit out of each other for the entirety of mm-hmm. it. <laughs> like, there were points where this match, it slowed down, obviously, because it's a fucking half an hour long. Mm-hmm. But it built into the fa- the exhaustion of this match, and like I said, at the ending. I just like that the ending was the fact that these two were so exhausted that, like, if Snow was half conscious, he probably could have blocked the Voyager one, like he did at the beginning of this match. But They're at this both point, just so beat up, he probably can't tell his ass from his head at this point. Yeah, bam! All it took was one, and I like again how the Voyager one was hit only one time in this match, and it just was that's it got him the win. Yeah, um, this one was awesome. <laughs> Great fucking ruled. Match. This one ruled. Uh, these two absolutely killed each other. Uh, they really made this title feel like a prize that any person in pro, re- pro wrestling legacy should aspire to. Uh, they had a match worthy of crowning a champion for the first time. Um, and I think Orion and Snow absolutely delivered, and they gave it their absolute all. And this one is one for the history books. Mm-hmm. And to think, we might have actually missed this had a fan not suggested us watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, thank you again, Jonathan Gonzalez. Without you, we we would have, you probably would have missed this match, but here we are reviewing it, and I'm so glad we did, because holy moly, um, <sighs> this is this is a mark out if I've ever seen one. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> this one was absolutely uh, amazing uh the entire pay-per-view is up on youtube for free from pro wrestling legacy and i might go back and watch the rest of that pay-per-view just to see what the rest of the roster has to offer yeah because if if P- pwl is putting out talent like that like snow and orion i would love to see what the rest of the roster can bring to the table facts so uh if you want to go check it out it is uh pro wrestling legacy the big bang it is up on YouTube for free on Pro Wrestling Legacy's YouTube channel. Uh, so go check it out over there. Uh, this match is the main event, of course. Um, and I I would love to check out the rest of the cards someday. Mm-hmm. But uh, that one's a mark out for me. I think Zach feels the same way. Oh, uh, absolutely. Like, there's, there's no question. That shit was fire. Couldn't recommend this match more. 
so yeah, that's all of our matches done this week, Zach. What did you think? I thought we had a pretty solid showing this week. I agree. I agree. We had a pretty good week of wrestling. Now, now we've got. Let's a, talk about next week. We got a big boy episode coming up next week. Yeah, let's talk about next week. Next week, we are not going to be having a regular episode of three matches. We are going to be having our Hammerstein Ballroom, the World on GCW special. Me and Zach are going to be attending the show this Sunday. Oh. Uh, and we're going to give you all of our thoughts about it and mm-hmm. uh, talk if... about everything we see while we're yeah. there. I'll say, if you're new to the show, this is a thing Mikey and I usually do every, like, every pay-per-view so that we can get our hands on that we can actually go to physically. And it's going to be like a quick little like you know summary of each match, our thoughts on it. Nothing too extensive like this, just because the card is fucking huge. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have matches like the Scramble match or the Brass Ring match, I think, that's happening that's... If him yes. and I both tried to review that entire pay-per-view like we did these matches, it would take us so much longer. It would be uh, definitely a more than one episode, more than one episode review. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, we're just going to talk about our general thoughts about the whole thing, uh, and we're just going to talk about how we felt about the show and what it was like being there. So if you want to, if you want to hear us talk about our experience at the World at GCW at Hammerstein Ballroom. Uh, tune in next week. Because oh, that's very exciting. Oh, uh, dude, it's going to be fucking awesome. Like, I'm he, so That stoked. crowd's going to be literally pure fire. It's going to feel... I, it's going to feel like... I've, I feel like it's going to be like ECW used to be, like OG ECW. It definitely has the potential to do it. And God, some of the matches... Do not seem like they will disappoint. No. What's on the card so far? We we've got, got, Ali, we got Ali Ruby Soho. We got Effie Jeff Jarrett. We've got let's the Scramble see. match, the Brass Ring match. I think, let's see. We have got a. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, hold on. Let me find the card while we do this. Uh, let's see. I'm totally not buying time right now. Alright. So, we've got the... Oh, wow, we actually have a fucking setup for that. We have the Grab the Brassling Ladder Match, which is PCO against Alice Cologne, against Tony Depp, and against Leo Rush, against Jimmy Lloyd, and against Jordan Oliver. Mm-hmm. We've got Ruby Soho going against Ali Catch. It's going to be a banger. Awesome. We've got Matt Cardona with Chelsea Green against Joey Janelle, and I believe a hardcore match, or no DQ match. I think. Right, 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 because the whole story is that uh, you're good. Green and Janela like were a thing, and Cardona's pissed off about it. Yeah, that that I think that match will be uh the dark horse of the night, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. We've got Jeff Jarrett slap nuts going double against... J taking on double F double F wrestling is gay. Effie. Yeah, and then we have a six man tag team match. We got Team Bandito, which is ASF Bandito and Laredo Kid going against Team Gringo Arez, Demonic Flamita, and Gringo Loco. That's gonna be flippy shit. That if you and I tried to review, we'd spend an hour doing probably. Lucha. <laughs> We've got the Briscoes going against a mystery opponent for the GCW tag team titles. I wonder who will show up. I wonder who it might be. God. I don't even care if it's FTR at the end of the match to show up after it. I don't fucking care. Just give me the match between the two of them now. Oh. Then we've got... Oh, sorry. I'm so excited. The Ring of Honor world title is being put on the line. we got Jonathan Gresham going against Blake Christian. Nice. That's going to be great. And then finally, 
You've got the GCW World Title match. A returning John Moxley going against Homicide. Sorry, please say it correctly. All right, it's John <laughs> Moxley! Thank you. Thank you. Oh, don't worry. Mine's going to be gone come Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. When we record this on, like, Monday or Tuesday, it's like, hello, welcome to Independent Hopefully, I'll, Hopefully, I'll be recovered by then. I might... I, Monday, Monday, my voice is probably going to be miserable. Lemon tea so and honey probably going to have to wait mood. till Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that's the preview of next week's episode. That's what we're doing next week. Uh, so now, let's hit you with some of the plugs. Mm-hmm. Uh so you should go check out the rest of the Countout Network here. Uh, go to countoutpod.com. If you go over there, you can see all, all everything that has to do with the Countout Network, uh, whether you want to be a guest on the show, whether you want your own podcast on the network, whether you want to write articles for us, you can hit us up over there. Or you can see any information about any shows we have here on the network, such as How to Talk to Your Friends About Wrestling, uh, Your Dose of Death, Pure, uh, Ring Post Radio, Independent Waters, of course, and Happy Hour, which streams every uh, Thursday night at 8.30 on Twitch, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Facebook, we stream uh, that, so go check that out, and we release those episodes on Saturday as well, as a podcast form, but if you want to hang out live and listen to the live recording of it, come hang out Thursday at 8.30. Um... And you can also uh, go buy merch from us over at countoutpod.com slash store. We have t-shirts, stickers, all kinds of fun stuff over there. So go ahead to countoutpod.com slash store and pick yourself up some countout merch to rep the countout family. And if you want to be a member of the countout family, you can go head over to wix. Er, rewind that. You head over to countoutpod.com slash membership where you can sign up for to be a member of the countout family, uh, which for five dollars a month, you you get exclusive audios from everyone here at the podcast network, uh, where we have a bunch of fun fun shows that we all did from every podcast here on the Countout Network. Uh, a bunch of fun, silly episodes that only members get, uh, and you can pick wherever you want that money to go. You can tell us uh, exactly how you want that month. You can how exactly how you want that your five dollars a month distributed. Uh, so you have complete control over your donation. Uh, so yeah, so you should become a member. It would be really helpful, and we really appreciate it. You should also go give us a five star review over on iTunes and Spotify now that they do that, because five star reviews really help a growing podcast like ourselves. We would really uh, appreciate the love. Uh, and go go hit us with the, all those five star reviews. And and if you want to be like Jonathan Gonzalez. And get your get one of your a match you you suggested for us on the show. If you want us to check out any matches, you can send us suggestions over on Facebook, Count Out a Wrestling Podcast Network, Twitter at Count Out Pod, or wherever you can find us on any socials. Um, uh, you can even uh, shoot us an email from our website at countoutpod.com. Uh, other than that, I believe that's everything. Zach, you got anything to plug? No, sir. Didn't think so. So that just that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember: there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring.
This has been a Count Out Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.